You looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome everyone to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I'm Marie and we are live here in kind of cloudy Seattle. It actually started out as a gorgeous day. I almost put on some capris, but I was wise enough to bring a little sweater and long pants because it's getting cold now. So, and Eric, you said it's going to be like rainy on Saturday? Oh yeah, it looks like it's going to be kind of kind of cloudy the next couple of days, but then Saturday looks like we'll see some showers. So. It's kind of a tease. You know, yeah. you wake up, it's gorgeous. You, you know, you think... I was going to say, this doesn't look like Capri weather to me. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely <laughs> maybe not. Maybe I woke up later than you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Yeah, that's true. You probably did. I got up very early this morning. So yeah, it was gorgeous, gorgeous. So welcome everyone to the show. We are going to be talking about self-love. I think a very interesting aspect of our evolutionary process is to learn to love ourselves. And very few people really understand what that concept means. Uh, myself included, for many years, I thought, oh, yeah, I love myself. I love myself. Oh, yeah, of course I love myself. Why wouldn't I love myself? And then I realized, because I had an actual health issue in my life, and I really believe the immune system emotionally is governed by our self-love, that uh, when this you know health issue wasn't resolving, then I had to look inward. You know, I'd done many things physically to make my health better, and certainly there was some improvement, but I hadn't gotten to that great place of, oh, I feel fabulous. And I was actually working with a naturopath at the time, and uh, she started to talk to me about the amount of love I had for myself. And I was, again, convinced, of course I love myself. But then she explained, um, which I talk about now, is feeling the love and feeling love for yourself, not just a thought. A thought is what helps you get there to the emotions that you have about yourself. And most people, I believe, you know, I've been working with many people over the years, is I believe people have self-loathing feelings about themselves. I think most people aren't happy. They don't even like the way they look. You know, they are uncomfortable with many aspects of their lives. So to love oneself is a huge jump, I think, in consciousness. And again, to do it well means to actually feel it. And so if you can think of something that you do live like a pet or a child or a country, And know that that deep feeling that you have that really warms up your heart and makes you really joyful inside, that's what you need to feel for yourself. And hold that feeling. Looking in the mirror and saying loving and kind things to oneself is a great way to start loving yourself. And when you begin to have more self-love, your external world changes. Things get better. Uh, It's crazy, but it's kind of how you can take inventory about how you're doing in your self-love process by how well things get better in your life. As everyone knows who's listened to the show, and Eric loves cats too. I love cats, and I just got two new kittens around Christmas. And I think I've really improved on my self-love because they're the best cats I've ever had in my life. And I realize that 
They are. They're so nice. You'll mm-hmm. hopefully someday you'll meet them, Eric. They're just lovely. And uh, I realized that all my other cats kind of psycho. Yeah, <laughs> I've had some psycho cats, and I've had a lot of psycho people in my life. So uh-huh. it kind of all goes together. And I would say, you know, over the last four years, I've steadily improved in terms of the type of people I attract in my life: kinder, nicer, you know, generous people who. Yeah. Um, are just wonderful to be around. And so now I have these fabulous cats, one psycho cat left over, um, who's about 14, poor Eminem, and then these two amazing kittens that are just kind and polite and well, playful. Well, hopefully they'll be a good influence on Eminem. Yeah, <laughs> we can only hope, right? We yeah. can only hope. So the great thing about you know, activating these feelings of self-love is you actually can take inventory and see how you're doing by the events that happen in your life, those who you live with, the people that you meet, new friends, new acquaintances, business associates, your health, everything begins to glow and be in a different place when you love yourself. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? All right. Let's talk to Tracy calling from San Jose, California. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm so excited to be on your show. Oh, great. I'm so glad. So how are you doing in that self-love category? I Well, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> But sometimes I think when I really get into the feeling part, I start to cry because I realize that I'm probably pretty hard on myself. I think the crying's healthy. You know, I think that's when you're getting down to a really great emotion when you omit spontaneously some tears for yourself, which is actually a loving thing to do when you recognize that you're being hard on yourself and it makes you weep. I think that's a loving act. Yeah, so, it feels that way. Does it yeah. look fun? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what can I do for you today? love a general reading, see how I'm doing with my chakras. I've had a reading for you from you in the past, and I want to see how I'm working and getting better on my chakras. And also, I had a question about, you know, if they're spinning in the right way they're supposed to be spinning, and also my right knees bother me. I don't know if that's a physical injury or a mental component. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first of all, you know, you get an A-plus on the weeping when you're recognizing that you're too hard on yourself. So A-plus on the self-love. Keep it going. You know, it's a lifelong process, something we humans are just beginning to understand consciously. Are you in a new relationship by chance? No. Okay. Have you met someone that you want to be in a relationship with? No. Okay. So at the lower back, you have a steady leak of stagnant energy coming off of your lower back. And it's about relationships. So are you frustrated that you're not in one? Not exactly. I think I'm just ignoring it because I'm so busy right now trying. I'm working a job and trying to let go of that and launch my own coaching business. Oh, congratulations. That's fantastic. That's in the past. Have you wanted to be in a relationship? Pardon? In the past, have you been wanting to be in a relationship? In the past, you've told me I need to let go of the relationship I have. Ah, Oh, so you're in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're in a relationship and you're leaking stagnant energy and you don't feel like you're in a relationship to me. So you, abs- you don't feel like that. How is that relationship going? It's like a friend. Like a, a friend. Good- okay. Yeah. And is that what you want? It's all I have time for. The only thing you have time for right now. Okay. So the right knee for women primarily is about looking for a partner. And so you're already in relationship, you're leaking energy out of your lower spine, which we don't want to leak. I'm going to, I'm already talking to the energy, but there's a little bit of stubbornness about it. Even the fact that you're in a relationship where it's only friendship Uh and you won't leave, Uh but you, cause you really want more, right? Okay. I mean, I mean, I don't want to convince you of that. I mean, if you don't, if this is the relationship of your dreams, then yay. But if you want passion and more intimacy, 
then you probably might want to consider leaving the relationship in the future, right? Yes. Right. So what are the reasons that keep you there? Well, you know, it is sweet, it is safe, it is comfortable, it is, like I said, it fits into one day a week, which is all I have. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's, that's, I mean, I enjoy that, but this person thinks that it's more than that, or it's going to be more than that, right? I mean, he's, we're clear that it's, we don't know what it is. We've, we've done everything. We've been married. We've been Aww. divorced. We've played we know we've, we he knows we have moved out of the house and we're divorced you know? <laughs> and but you're still holding on for whatever reason right for right. that so this is your because you only have a window of opportunity because you're so busy creating a new career and i'm so happy and proud of you congratulations and you're filling up that one window with this old relationship that really isn't a relationship anymore right right okay right. so i would consider over the next three months weaning yourself off of this relationship because I think it's a drain otherwise I wouldn't I don't believe I would see energy leaking out of your lower back so it's draining you in some way and of course you need to look at that and make your own assessment regarding it Um, but I think it's draining you in some way and then once the leak stops then look at you'll have one day a week all to yourself right right where you don't have to go and patch up this you know interesting complicated relationship that feels like it's centuries old that needs a little bit of a vacation. That's still centuries old. Yeah, it is. It's centuries old. I think the two of you have been together so many times. That's why it feels so comfortable to reintegrate again and again and again. It's like having a favorite blanket. Um, You know, I'm thinking of one of my kids who just couldn't let go of a blankie, even though I'd lost it a few times in some restaurants, kind of on purpose. I was a little mean then. And, uh, you know, and she still talks about that blanket today. <laughs> so um, it, that's what it feels like. And, and it's a drain on your lower back. So I would consider reevaluating what this relationship really means to you. Is it really feeding you? And seriously consider taking a vacation. Otherwise, your chakras look really great to me. Just that lower back doesn't look so great. Okay. Okay. And it's interesting the right knee is looking for right. That I hadn't consciously been doing that. <laughs> well, because you've kind of like you've t- you've faked yourself out that you have this relationship that we all find out later is friendship, and it's only one day a week. That's not a relationship. <laughs> that's an acquaintance, you know. Even though you have a long history, but that's not a relationship. So you've faked yourself out on one level, but subconsciously your knee is searching. So knees are always about searching. And generally, for women, the right knee is about looking for a, a partner. Can you thank you, Marie? This is so helpful. Can you tell me what are the hips about? Because I've also just weird recently had, a, and I never have in the past. Uh-huh. I think that was my new kickboxing class. <laughs> Good for you. Hips are about moving forward in one's life. And I think you're doing that, but maybe not in this particular arena where you faked yourself out about your relationship that really isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling. Have a wonderful day in California. You have a great day. All righty. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Now we're going to come back to the Seattle area and talk to Marjorie. Yep. Hi. Hi, Marjorie. How are you? Good. Good. What can I do for you today? Well, mostly just a general reading. I am very um, frustrated with where my life is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, not working. Mm-hmm. Um, having a hard time even looking for a job because what I'm trained and qualified for, I hate. Which is good to know, even though I I know that feels frustrating. That's really important information to know that what you have been trained to do and what you've done in the past, 
you don't want to do anymore. That's huge. Congratulations. Well, and I've known that for a really long time. Uh-huh. Here's the dilemma. Okay. I have an extreme passion for mm-hmm. natural medicine, but I have no training, mm-hmm. and I don't know what to do with it. And I have extensive knowledge because I read constantly. I have a huge library. Right. Um, but I don't know what to do with it. Okay. So, I mean, that's, I think that's pretty easy to solve. We'll talk about that in just a moment. I want to I go back to this thing that's frustrating you, one of your frustrations, because I know you have several. You know, frustration, um, Anthony Roberts talks about that frustration means that you, you are on the precipice of something new in your life, because you can taste it, you can smell it, but you can't quite see it yet. And so that's what he says that frustration is. So it's a very good sign, and I want you to look at it more of a blessing rather than a hindrance. That's one thing. And even though it may seem like it's not a big deal for you that you figured out that your old training and job basically makes you sick to your stomach, because that's what uh, the picture I get when I think of you and your old job, is that you are ahead of the game. A lot of people don't even give them themselves the opportunity to even dream outside of what they're doing. They don't even really take complete inventories if they're happy or not, because they're, they work out of scarcity, not out of passion. And you've made a decision, a beautiful, valuable decision, not to do um, something that doesn't bring you passion. So you're way ahead of the game. Okay. And are you taking that in because, you know, you tend to block like the compliment or the fact that you are doing well. You want to kind of give yourself a hard time rather than, okay, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And to move forward in your life, you really do need to be your your own best cheerleader. It's very important that you validate and have positive energy and appreciation to you. Okay? Right. Okay, good. I know you said right, but I still know that you're not going to do it unless I'm with you first thing in the morning talking to you while you're brushing your teeth in the mirror, and I'm not going to be there. So I just want to make sure that you get this, okay? Well, I, I get it, but I just don't know how to... Well, you just have to do it. You have to, ju- you literally, when you get up in the morning and you brush your teeth, you know, in between, you know, swashes in your mouth, you need to say lovely, wonderful, kind, appreciative things to yourself. Even if you don't completely believe it, you have to begin to talk yourself into it. Imagine a child who's going to school and learning math, and they somehow, maybe somebody teased them in school, or their teacher gave them an odd look when they answered a a problem incorrectly, and now they think that they're bad at math. And as a parent, we sit down and reteach our children that they're smart, because they are. People are intelligent. Um, It's the belief systems that hold us back from the true destiny and the true pleasure of life, our true passion. And so that's what you need to do now. You need to be the parent for you to convince yourself of all your wonderment. And that's what's going to help you move forward in the natural healing world. There's many things you could do. So out of all the things that you've studied and that you know about natural medicine, what, what area is your favorite? Hmm. I, 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 I love it all. I just go from subject to subject. Just, right. But you know, let, let's say today I, was, I, I, I would be talking to you. Let's say I'm over at your house and I'm going to say, look, Marjorie, you can either go get an acupuncture session right now, an energy session, and go see a natural path. Um, I'm sure there's other things that I'm not thinking about, but I'm giving you this option. You only get to go see one of these disciplines. Which one would you choose? I guess nutrition. Which one? Nutrition. Nutrition. See, I didn't even mention that one. Great. So you already know nutrition. So why don't you go get certified in nutrition? Does it cost money? Yes, it does. And you are worth it. 
and you're valuable. So why don't you're so smart because I see you on the computer Googling things all the time. So why don't you get online and start looking at programs that really embrace holistic health. I don't think it's going to be in Seattle. I see you like flying in an airplane and going someplace to study once a month. Maybe you'll even mentor under someone and go get some training in nutrition, get a certification because one of the beautiful things that you can do once you have your certification is use the awareness of all the things that you know. Even though you may not be able to diagnose or prescribe, you know, outside of your certificate, you'll be able to lead people in positive directions or refer them or talk. You'll have knowledge of what else they're doing in their holistic endeavors of healing. And that's valuable. That's invaluable, actually. It's all lovely, but what what holds me back is the fact that without going back and getting a job doing what I hate, you know, and then spending a year or two trying to save up the money do you know while I'm doing a job that I absolutely hate. I, I don't I don't see right. how how I could make it happen. Well, here's the thing is that you're stuck in this limited perception of how you need to do it. I don't see you going back to work in your old job ever. I don't see it happening. Even if you went out tomorrow and got a job, which you could, I think you would just throw up in the parking lot or something because there's no way I see you walking back into that building. So it's not going to happen, period. So you need to think outside of the box. And I I don't know what that means exactly, but what it does mean from a metaphysical perspective is that other things are going to come into play to allow you to move forward in your life, but not in the way that you think. So you need to stop thinking in a limited perspective that you have to go back to work, say for two years, hate your job, be really stressed out, and then apply to some school and spend another two years going to school. That is not how it's going to happen, and you need to stop thinking that way. You need to get out of the way. And, and that means focus on the final outcome. You already have your certificate, whatever it is, or your training, and you're working. You don't know necessarily where you're working or if you're working for someone else or whatnot, you're happy as a lark and everything turned out better than you could possibly imagine. And your job is to feel that joy of that accomplishment and that gratitude for like three to five minutes every day. That's your major homework. And then let the universe unfold this amazing thing that's going to happen for you. Okay. Do you think you could do that? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Not hearing myself for some reason here. Here we go. I can hear you just fine. Okay, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> a little button got bumped. A little button. Sometimes it, you do have to sweat the small stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to uh, Susan now, calling all the way from down under, Australia. Wonderful. Hi, Susan. How are you? Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. I love your voice and accent. It's so pretty. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it's really good to talk to you. It's wonderful. I know we've had a session before, on, you know, uh, well, you weren't in my house, yeah, but I have. was in my yeah. house and you were in, in still in Australia on the phone. So what can I do for you today? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're talking about self-love today because we could all, you know, use some inspiration. Um, it's funny, I, I sort of, I'm a bit like the last caller and... It's the same old story. I, um, I've, I'm low on work. I've been made redundant from a job, and my sister is struggling as well with work and with mm-hmm. money. And we've actually been asked to leave our property because someone's bought it, and we have to move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All these things are happening. Um, yeah, and I just, I thought, I wonder if it is again, and it seems like related to self love. 
especially um, to things like not not saving money, you right. know, not being able to hold on to money be right. related to self-love. Yeah, absolutely, like self-worth. You know, so when we feel worthy, yeah. then we have enough resources available to us, whether that means that we cut back on something or we allow the money to flow in our bank accounts. Um, you know, we make smarter choices about our resources. Maybe we hire a different accountant or we change the prices of our services or whatnot, or we find a better job. But yes, self-worth can be directly related to the amount of money we have in our life. And so taking inventory, which you are doing right now, you're looking at your life and you're going, hmm. And, and so at the, that moment, many people can then feel down on themselves again, right, which is not self-loving, yeah. Because, okay, I don't have enough yeah. money in the bank, <laughs> we're, we're having problems with money, and so then that just perpetuates more of that downhill slide into you know, depression or low vibrational feelings about oneself, when we really need to almost fake that everything's okay so that our body can be in a uh-huh. happier vibration so that we can attract and receive more of what we're wanting, more abundance. And abundance is love. And is this what's happening with me and my sister that we're actually both sort of wanting to move into more happy situations and right. we've been dragging our feet a bit and the universe is sort of pushing us a little bit or well, we're pushing ourselves. Well, even when I got on the phone with you, my frequency shifted. So my energy tends to line up with individuals so I know where they're at in their vibrational system and then I shift my energy yep. back up to my areas and bring the person I'm talking to or work, working with up to the frequency that I think would be... Um, more beneficial for their being. So that's what you and I are doing on the phone yep. right now. And and so the initially my uh-huh. frequency went lower, like towards the floor in the studio. And now it's like midpoint. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if you can feel it, like you're a little bit happier perhaps or feel more hope. Yeah. Right? Okay. So it's important that you pay attention to your frequency to notice when it's more towards the carpet versus somewhere in the middle of the room, when we're manifesting and co-creating, our frequency needs to maintain, if we were looking at frequency from zero to 100%, we need to maintain like Uh 70% frequency to manifest, which may seem like a lot, but it's really not. 50% is like where where you're just in, mm, it's a common feeling where it's everything's okay, but it's not good or bad. It's just okay. It's, you know, it's, it's nothing yeah, exciting, yeah. right? That's 50%. Yeah. 70% is just a little bit higher. Like, Ooh, this is kind of exciting. You know, when you focus on the lovely weather outside or beautiful trees or how much you love your sister, cause you do, you love her to pieces, um, you know, things yeah. of that nature. So that's where I want you to spend the majority of your energy. And then when you're in that space, think of your life the way you want it to be as if it's already there, not yep. trying to figure it out, not trying to be hard on yourself for it not being where you want it to be. But that's the best way I know how to man- to manifest. And actually, it doesn't take that much time. Within a matter of a few months, if you work on that frequency, your body will be more comfortable in that vibrational state, and it will do pretty much anything it can to help you maintain that frequency. And then very shortly, you will start to notice things changing in your life. And then your job is to celebrate that maybe more than you normally have in the past. So you can even increase yeah. the vibration frequency beyond the 70%. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it does. It does. Uh, that's what I suspected. I, um, I mean, I've been working in a job, this job I've been made redundant from. I've been working in a job um, where my boss was quite horrible and I just sort of made myself stay there. So I've, I've, I've maintained quite a low frequency for a while and then I got made redundant. So... Yeah, I think I just 
um, I've been a, I've been a bit lazy maybe with my frequency, or well, a bit, and I've been a bit hard on myself. Yeah, so, I don't think it's laziness. Yeah. I do think it is work. Initially, I I think it it's it's a job to pay attention to one's awareness and vibrational state, and then to shift it. And then after a while, it just becomes natural because it feels so good and you enjoy feeling good and your life gets better that it becomes a normal practice for most people. So I, I wouldn't say you're being lazy. I think it is kind of hard, but you're worth it. Yeah. You're worth the time. It's interesting because at that, that, this workplace that I was at, I, there was an opening where I could have moved into working for a better person ah. uh, around who I, I felt quite happy, but I... I felt really nervous about taking that position. Like, oh, what if I'm not smart enough? Or, right. You know, things like that. Well, so uh, Susan, I didn't move into that vibration. Th- thank you happiness. so much yeah. for sharing that because, I, you know, that's what I think people do is like, you know, they notice something's coming up. They get nervous about it because it's unfamiliar. It can feel more familiar yep. to be in discord and discomfort and so when something fresh shows up on the horizon that is actually better for us we may not choose it because it doesn't feel familiar and that's what you want to get comfortable with is choosing the unfamiliar that will benefit your life enormously so it sounds like you're yes well it's interesting because when the opportunity came up i felt happiness i felt relief i felt relaxed but I still, yeah, well, uh oh, that, that's not comfortable. <laughs> well, from now, and, and I sort of, and yeah. So from now on, choose it. what's uncomfortable, and I'm proud of you for having the awareness of all that you're gaining. All the knowledge you're gaining is very beneficial and will help you make positive choices in the future. So, do you think it was beneficial that I left that workplace anyway, or? I think it would be great if when the next opportunity comes and you feel happy and excited and you believe that you have a, a good rapport with someone that you take it, even if you don't think you're smart enough. So we're, we're, we won't, fo- pardon? So we won't focus oh, on no, the past. We'll yeah. just focus on what's oh, yeah, coming not up. Oh, you're focusing on the past. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, because then I'm now I'm regretting. Oh, right. <laughs> and then you lower the frequency. Yeah, exactly. And it's interesting because that person that I could have chosen that job with ended up being a really good friend of mine. Eventually. Well, maybe that <laughs> and person... I didn't have needed to be afraid in the first place. Right. And maybe that yeah, person can yeah, help you with a new job because I think that person could. So why don't you give them a... Ch- he could help me with a new job. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I do. So he give think, him... He is uh, still friends with me. Is He still thinks of me. He seemed to value me as a person very... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for calling in, and I wish you an absolutely beautiful day in Australia. And I can't wait to hear. Thank you. Should I say that to my sister as well? Should I tell her to be more positive? And And in fact, if the two of you work together, that will make it happen faster. You know, in groups, when you change your frequency, the energy expands exponentially. So, yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Susan. I think Susan. we're going to be okay. Uh, we just we have to move the house immediately. Like, a, I think things are definitely going to change when you can maintain your frequency for longer than a, a few moments. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful day. And we'll be right back on the Remanu Cherry Show. Marie Manucheri, RN, and Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt, MD, will continue their interactive workshops on Saturday, April 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. This workshop will focus on brain health. What are you thinking? 
participants will explore neurotransmitters and how they affect what we create in our lives and how to change them to create what you want. This workshop will also include how the brain affects mood, sleep, depression, anxiety, and fatigue. Explore and unearth ways to heal without the use of pharmaceuticals. For complete information on this and other workshops, visit www.energyintuitive.com. The Gary Mance Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery. Satisfy your passion for the paranormal with Tracy Austin Peters. She's the author of Haunted Las Vegas, Nevada. She joins us 7 p.m. Sunday. And at 8 o'clock, we are joined by the Paranormal Investigative Team of Nevada. That's two hours of Sin City Specters. Metaphysics with attitude, that's The Gary Mance Show, this Sunday at 7 Pacific. Start the new year with fun and inspiring tools that invoke curiosity and the desire to change. The Marie Manucherry and Friends monthly two-hour class is an investment towards self-development that you won't want to miss out on. We'll provide even more tools to enhance positive thinking, spiritual growth, healing, and so much more. Go to energyintuitive.com to find out more and sign up for the next class. Listen live at 1150kknw.com. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry Show. I'm Marie. We're live here in Seattle. I'm going to go over just some reminders. If you happen to live here locally, I teach all the time. And so I'm just going to go over some teaching dates. On April 21st, between 7 and 9 p.m., I will be at the Redmond Town City Marriott teaching Spirit Guides. Are you there? Um, all the classes that I teach um, once a month on Wednesday nights are very fun, interactive. I do readings in every class that I teach, so you might want to stop by. It's a blast. You can go to my website and learn more information at energyintuitive.com. Also, on April 24th, so a week from Saturday, I'll be teaching with Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt. She's a favorite and a regular guest here on the show. She's a naturopathic physician who was trained with Dr. Bastier, and we will be teaching at the same hotel on April 24th. It's a Saturday between 10 and 2 p.m., and we'll be teaching a class called Brain Health. Um, what are you thinking? It's all about the sixth chakra, so we're very excited about that. And then on April 30th, I'll be at one of my favorite venues, the Seattle East-West Bookshop, and I'll be teaching What Are Your Chakras Telling You? And if you want to register for that class, you'll need to go to East-West Bookshop. You can go to eastwestbookshop.com or give them a call at 206 523-3726. And just a reminder, I will be in Sun Valley for an entire week and a half, I believe it is, and I'll be teaching a class there at the Sun Valley Wellness Institute. Um, they have a beautiful festival with many, many presenters for a weekend, and I'll be teaching Awakening the Wisdom Within, and that's also available on my website. You can find all kinds of information about the Sun Valley Institute there. So, Eric, let's go ahead and go back to the phone lines. All right. Let's talk to another Susan. A little closer to home, but still all the way over in Spokane. Great. Hi, Susan. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you today? Oh, I just like a general general reading I, of my energy. A general reading of your energy. Okay. You know, even though your voice is kind of soft on the air, I think you're kind of a powerhouse because as soon as I check into your energy, you've got a lot of energy. Is that true for you? Um, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. So you're you're not sure if you run a lot of energy or you do, but so what does the probably mean? Just out of curiosity, what does that well, mean? Well, I'm kind of at a point where I'm not sure what's going on. So. Ah, so things feel differently in your body? 
There's a lot of shifting going on. I'm I'm doing some shifting. I know I am. Mm-hmm. I, I run Reiki all the time. So. Great. So you do run a lot of energy. Yeah. Yeah. And so what are your plans to do with all this vast energy? Or do you have plans regarding it? Well, I have a Reiki practice, and I'm... Um, I'm teaching also because I became a master a couple of years ago. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. So what is the hesitation that I feel about having a practice and teaching? I know you love it. I know you believe in it. I know that many times while you work, you also have some experiences that really feed your soul. So that's mm-hmm. what keeps you engaged. That's true. But I feel this hesitation. So what is yeah. your hesitation? Well, I don't think I trust myself. Ah, okay. Yeah. And so in this, here's what I think, um, and I think that your idea about it is, is a great way to look at it, right, that you don't trust yourself. Mm-hmm. I think you're actually scared to be crazy successful. I That's, think you're scared. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what would be the bad thing that would happen if you became more successful? What would, what would happen that would trigger something that would be so awful? Do you have an idea? Or a concept about that? No, I don't. I, I suspect that whatever this hesitation is, I brought it in with me when I was born. Sure. and I, I think it's a past life thing. Right. And I do think it's related to mystical things. But the mm-hmm. deal is that you truly believe in past lives. You do a lot of work on your past lives from what I can see. So now I think it's time to just ignore those feelings, push them aside, because I think that if a feeling comes up again that's more genuine or real, that you're going to work on it. I don't think you're afraid to do the work, which I think is very important when people do energy work. Working on themselves needs to be first uh, their first priority in life. Because, oh, I agree. Yeah. Right? You can yep. only heal to the level that you've healed yourself. Right. That's the way it works. So I think it's time to let go of whatever those fears have been, whatever the silliness is, and actually just kind of pretend like it's an irritating um, pet or child that's all grown up and doesn't really need any more of your help. And every time it comes up to kind of freak you out, that you're just going to take a deep breath and say, no, that, that's, not impro- that's not important anymore. I don't need to pay attention to this any longer. This isn't viable. And just gently push it away so that you can really allow that flow of your <clears throat> passion and the success that all wants to run in and let it celebrate you. Sounds good. Yeah, I know. It's easy. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I see you totally taking care of this. You know, like you don't need to go have you know, um, major past life regression done or anything like that. I think it's a simple thing of just pushing it off to the side and not make it a big deal. Okay. So you can just let yourself flow that fabulous energy that you have in your body into this world and into your success. Thanks. You're welcome. Have a fantastic day. Thanks. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Let's move on to our next caller. We've got Shauna on the line calling from Sammamish. Hi, Shauna. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you? Um, I was just calling to ask a ge- just to get a general of how I'm doing with my self-love, and is that like blocking a potential relationship coming my way? Well, first, I want to congratulate you on working on your self-love, particularly over the last year and a half. You've done an excellent job. You've worked so hard at it. And you're one of those people, you're, you remind me of, of the last caller. You also run very high energy. And when you decide to work on something, you work on it almost to death. So uh, I congratulate you for all your hard work, but to e- just ease up. Like it doesn't have to be 
a rocket science project. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> just really like, oh my gosh, I've done it. I'm, um, this is good. I've really moved in some positive ways about loving me authentically. It feels very authentic and sincere. It's lovely. When oh, well, I, good. And that's why I'm like, hey, I can do my business now. I know what I need to do. And I'm just like, I get all the signs. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so. You're lovely. You're just lovely. So Thank the, you. You're welcome. The back of the heart chakra is the highest receptivity chakra in the physical body. So that means the highest amount of energy can move into the back of this vortex. And what it takes in is abundance, love, health, wealth, and joy. And so what I see you doing is not taking in as much energy in here. And so to bring in this relationship, I believe you need to learn to receive because you're going to be attracted to a partner or this is the partner that you want anyway, a partner who will give to you. This is something mm-hmm. you've asked for, but then you're not actually physically receiving energy very well through the back of your heart chakra. So that means someone who could be potentially a partner for you may not notice you as easily because you appear energetically that you're not going to let someone give to you and your ah. partner is going to want to give to you, you know, a lot. Yeah. So, so what you do is you, that when anyone, anytime anyone compliments you or says, thank you, have a nice day. That's a cute shirt you're wearing, you know, in some way acknowledges you positively. Visualize or feel energy moving in through your back, a large quantity. So maybe visualize a flock of hummingbirds flying in or beautiful sunshine moving in or hear a gorgeous song moving in. But in any way that you can multi-sensory experience energy moving into your back, allow yourself to do that. You don't have to wait till someone acknowledges you, but people who are not great at receiving need reminders. And so that becomes your reminder. Okay, I like that. That's true. I definitely can see where I do have an issue with that. (laughs) Yeah, and then I think once you've done that significantly, then you're going to have a lot of suitors to choose from, which would be very fun and good for you. Because I want you to to play a little bit in the dating world and have some fun and really figure out what you want, because I'm not convinced that you know yet exactly what you want. So I think that would be really fun. Like in the next three months, you should start to notice more men or partners coming into your life. Um, potential people for you. Cool. That's awesome. Well, thank you so You're much. You're so Wonderful. <laughs> Have a great day. All right. You too. Thanks, Marie. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now let's talk to Jill in Kirkland. Hi, Jill. How are you? Hi. Is it raining over there yet? I'm only a few miles away, but... I, I know. It isn't yet. It's still <laughs> pretty cloudy. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. So what can I do for you today? Well, I've been working on self-love for a few years now, and um, I just wanted kind of a general check-in on where you think I'm at, how I'm doing, if there's something I'm not doing I should be doing. Sure. It's a great question. I want to ask you, what are you mad at right now in your life? What's angering you? And you can disagree with what I'm experiencing. Is there something that just kind of pisses you off right now in your life? Um, My job, Ah. my friends. Your, your job and your friends, both? Yeah, friends, <laughs> okay. yeah. Or lack of, lack of friends on my wavelength, I guess. Yeah. And so, so, no, that's wonderful. So here's what I would love for you to do. You need to dump your friends. And I know that sounds very mean and harsh, yeah. but you've outgrown them. And so that's why they don't really enjoy being around you either. Sorry, but it's okay. kind of a, a mutual, oh, I'm irritated when I hang around this person. You know, it's on both sides. It's because vibrationally your energies don't match up anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and that's good. That's a good thing. You know, people think, oh, it's awful if I move friends or if I change my job, there's something wrong with me. And I say, wow, if you still have the f- same friends from high school, might be a problem unless they're just really incredible beings 
and you found people from your soul pod when you were 17, which I don't think very many people actually do do that. So it's actually healthy and normal to switch out your friends regularly until you really reach that sweet spot of, oh my God, these are my people. Okay. All right. And you aren't there yet. So you need to let these other lovely people fly in a different direction so that you can be available for the new people to come into your life. Okay. And then what I would recommend is um, you're going to leave this job. It is going to happen. I'm in about 12 to 18 months, but I'm more in a year versus a year and a half. So that's good. And what I want you to do, instead of feeling frustration, so the frustration came in, it means it's time to move on. You can you know, allow yourself to have that feeling, but probably not stay in that feeling too much longer because it's going to create more frustration. I want you to imagine that you have a fabulous new job. It makes you so happy. Like even when you're getting ready in the morning, oh my God, I'm going to my new job. I'm actually doing that. I started um, a big positive thinking campaign for myself about six weeks ago and um, also started my own business and really started getting that going in the last couple of weeks. Fantastic. Fantastic. That's You are doing what I would have more than what I would have asked you to do because I didn't know that you had already started your own business too. So congratulations and keep those feelings on the, you know, happy, excited. It already happened. Feel the final outcome, not, oh my gosh, how in the heck am I going to get out of this job? Because that will take you right back to being in that job and that you don't have an option. Right. When you've already created an option for you and you are looking for even more options. Okay. That's great. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for calling in and have a great day. You too. All righty. Bye-bye. And now we're going to come back to Seattle and talk to Serena. Hi, Serena. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Hi, Marie. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you today? Well, I guess I'm trying to get an idea if I'm heading in the right direction. I am. I'm a busy mom and a property manager, but I have this... um, I've seen Matrix Energy at it mm-hmm. classes, and I really right. enjoy it. Right, right. And I seem to be pretty good at it, helping my friends and you my are. kids. Yeah, you're great at it. Yeah. I had a, a woman say that I should pursue doing it with animals and that I would be really good if I incorporated, say, another um, modality with it, like mm-hmm. uh, flower essence or something. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you had the same idea, and if so, I'm, I don't really know if that, what to do with that. It's like, yeah, that would be really cool if I could do that, but I really don't know. Well, you know, I'm always for, if something feels fantastic, then that's a really good sign. You know, um, Dr. Bartlett is the person who created Matrix Energetics. He's mm-hmm. here from, he lives or used to live anyway in the Seattle area. He travels so much. I haven't seen him in a very long time. It's a great, it's one of my favorite modalities. I don't use it every day, but I certainly do use it when I'm working on people who have muscle strain or tendonitis. You know, it, it works really well when I can't move energy the normal way that I do. It's one of my tools. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a fabulous modality you're very good at it you're even way more interested in it than I was you know I only took like a quick little weekend or day class and and I just used the basics but you really understand all of the frequencies that he teaches and you love them so why don't you just get to work I don't don't really see what the problem is (laughs) what are you waiting for well I guess I don't think I'm good enough there you go Good. So that's really observant of you. That's incredibly observant of you. I'm proud of you for recognizing that. And that is not true. 
you are good enough. It's a great modality for you. You love, because there's, I don't know how many, maybe a hundred different frequencies that he teaches and, and uh-huh. you can learn about and you love them. It makes sense to you. It sings to your heart. It makes you very happy. So I say, let's just get to work. And so your job is when you think you're not good enough is to what? What do you get to do? Um, say that's not true. Right. I am good enough. Tell yourself the truth. You know? Okay. So, so I'm an energy worker. I can generally identify other people who have these abilities, and I believe you are one of them. So go ahead and get to work and start telling yourself, look in the mirror and say, I'm an amazing energy worker, or whatever language that you mm-hmm. wish to represent you. Look in the mirror, make direct eye contact, and say it for like three to five minutes every day. Get really excited first, really happy on some other subject. You know, something, you know, if you like, I love flowers. So, you know, if you love flowers, look at flowers, get really happy, get jump up and down, then look in the mirror and repeat this to yourself every day until you are convinced that it's true. Okay. Okay. All right. And then I look, I look forward to your practice and hearing all about it. I'm excited for you. I'm happy for you that you found something that you love and that you've been trained. Congratulations. Okay. Thank you, Marie. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now we're going to talk to Susie in Seattle. Hi, Susie. How are you? Hi. Hi. What can I do for you? Um, I'm so excited to listen to you today. <laughs> this is fabulous. Well, thank you for calling in and listening to the show. Yeah, I signed up for your class. Oh, thank um, you. And I'm very interested in balancing my chakras. Yeah. Um, I'm just now at the jumping off point in a couple of different areas. Mm-hmm. So it's a very exciting time, yet also a very anxious time, and there's quite a bit of loss. Oh, yeah. You, you know, Susie, what happens when people begin to, and this phrase probably isn't the best phrase, but kind of awaken, right? Mm-hmm. Or wake up, which is what yes. you're doing. You've, yes. you've known a lot about mysticism actually since you were quite young. Yes. You, you have the ability to feel and sense. You've had it all of your life from what I'm being told. Correct. And you just weren't raised in a family where it was really acknowledged. So, you know, after a while, you kind of lost that feeling and you just learned how to be in the world and and now you're reawakening to more roots of yourself and you're right there is a lot of grief and sadness that goes into becoming someone new which just makes sense because you're letting go of something that was a part of you that you understood that worked for you for a long time and now you're moving into a brand new frontier and it can be very sad. I think the grief is normal and I would encourage you to cry and feel the sadness because that helps you wash away the past as you step into your future, the the more of the essence of who you are. You will love it, but you're right. This is a, a grief time. It's probably going to last for another two to three months. Mm-hmm. And it'll progressively get better, you know, but I would encourage you to feel those feelings and to cry your eyeballs out when you can and love the being that you used to be and how you function in the world as you acknowledge and embrace the being that you are becoming the more of a a truer essence of yourself that's a very fortunate thing and the coincidence of all that the synchronicity is that my mother has terminal cancer and she has had it for well i don't even know if she has it anymore because she was in a remission pancreatic cancer oh wow that's amazing um, yeah, and now she's at um, a year and a half, and she's doing extremely well on the new medication. And there's a lot of um, joy, and then there's a lot of fear of that loss, of that anchor, mm-hmm. that anchor in my life. Mm-hmm. That, 
Mm-hmm. Belly well, button connection. Well, it's really, you know, it's insightful of you to even use the metaphor belly button connection because when I scanned your body, I was totally in that part of your body. So you are definitely working on that. And, you know, pancreatic cancer is, is a challenging disease to recover from. The fact that your mother's in remission is amazing. I'm happy for your family. And yeah. you're right. We don't know how long she's going to be on the planet. But here's what I think that you've done. And, and part of your grief that you maybe not be con- you're not conscious of at the moment is that you've put a lot of energy into your mother being this really strong support for you. But I don't think she's been that much of a support for you, quite frankly. And I think that as you see yourself differently, you'll recognize that she hasn't been able to support you in the way that truly supports you. And not by any fault of her own, just that, you know, that you're just in a different place, you know, a place that you didn't really recognize about yourself that you're waking up to now. Exactly. Yeah. So I think you're grieving a whole bunch of things and I would encourage the grieving. And, and then of course, when it comes to your mother celebrating the health that she has now, and all of us will send love and light to her, wishing her continued su- success in her health and to leave the planet when she's when she's ready. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's perfect. Uh, one quick thing, I'm I'm really feeling um, that working with animals and the energy um, field uh, with animals. Yeah, you're great at animals. Great, great. Yeah. Because you, you really, really get them. And, you know, they're so different. Their consciousness is even really different, which I didn't really understand. My new kitten is like super, super conscious. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, But you get that and you can vibrate them at every level that they're at. You're amazing. Go for it. They'll be thrilled that you participate in it. Thank you, and I can't wait till your class. I look forward to meeting you, Marie. Me too. Thank you so much for signing up, and I'll see you soon. See you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, now we've got Renee on the line calling from Bellevue. Hi, Renee. How are you? Hi, Marie. In respect to your um, topic about self-love, Yeah. what is depression? Ah, that's a really good question. I think there's multiple layers of depression. There's the dark night of the soul when we're letting go of something pretty significant. We may not even be conscious of what we're letting go of. And we're in so much sadness and grief, but we have no idea what it's about. And that can last for several months, even up to a, you know almost a year, where people are really letting go of significant, significant past life connections that are no longer feeding them any longer. And that's pretty intense. There can be a biochemical depression. There can be genetic or really it's hereditary in terms of family patterns that people perpetuate in their life. And so depression is kind of unique. And I think it's bio-individual for each person. Um, At least that's my perspective. It seems like that's what I've been hit with today, like more than ever. More than ever. Well, yeah. you know, we're. I think we're at a, a new moon as of yesterday, so there could be something astrologically connected to it. I also think I wrote down a word. I'm as I'm listening to callers, I write on a piece of paper and get information about them. And the word that I wrote for you is complicated. Uh-huh. So I think you're rather a complicated person. And I think what sometimes leads us into negative thinking, although today is for you a darker day than it normally is for you. Over-processing and overthinking tends to take people out of the present moment, which is where joy can be felt and experienced as in the moment, and then takes us into the past or the future, mostly our fears or disappointments or resentments or whatever they are. So I would stop 
thinking and I would start feeling. And and maybe today you actually are feeling more. And so you're recognizing that you have this level of sadness inside of you, uh-huh. which is also healthy is to recognize that, release it, and then allow yourself to continue to feel um, happier moments, you know, strive for and gravitate towards happier moments and allow yourself to be there as long as possible. Okay. Just curious, um, as an empath, I'm mm. wondering if this is even my depression I'm experiencing. Well, it is, it is highly possible. Empathic people tend to feel others, and then um, what they tend to do is make those feelings their own. So if you want to have a gauge of, am I feeling me or someone else, your feelings are actually located in your abdomen, the second chakra. That's okay. where the, your That's emotions okay. are. Okay. So go in there and say, ask, what am I feeling, and then see if those are your emotions or not. That's a great question. Yeah, that's the part of my body. If I had to say a part of my body that's affected, that would be it. Perfect. So spending more time there and asking, what am I feeling right now? So that you can be clear of where your emotions are for you in the moment. And then just move forward from there. Yeah. And I really do believe you're in a transition. I I do. Yeah. So I've never felt this before. And it's like, it's got me. I I realize I don't know, have to know how or why. As, but at the same time, it kind of seems like I'm not even moving forward, but I know I am. You are. And I love what you said. You don't have to know the how, what, where, or why, because that, again, is processing, mm-hmm. and it slows things down. So good for you. And, of course, I wish you happiness and authentic joy, and I encourage you to continue feeling whatever you're feeling so it can change. Thank you, Maureen. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So today on the show, we've been talking about self-love. And I think that you, Eric, have more loving feelings towards yourself. You, you think so? Uh-huh. Because your life's gotten better over this last year. Has it? <laughs> uh, okay. Well, let's find out. So one of the things you love to do is play music, right? Uh-huh. Have you been playing more music? Uh, off and on. But you've been doing shows. Well, we're going to do the first couple shows uh, the, the, of this year. Yeah. We, we haven't been playing shows in quite some time. Cause, oh, because yeah. I thought you started doing some shows last year. Uh, last year, yeah, we were yeah. doing some shows, yeah, yeah. but it's been kind of chaos since December, so we're... Ah, since December. Yeah, okay, so well, that's just a few months ago. It's kind of in ago. a weird, weird place right now, but uh, hopefully the future is bright. Who so knows? have other things been better in your life? Um, you know, my cats and I are getting along really well. Okay. So here's what I, so Eric, you're just a perfect representation of, so let's say two years ago, were you playing shows? Uh, two years ago? Yes. Huh. So you're playing more shows or less shows than two years ago? It's about the same. It's the same. (laughs) Okay. So I'm trying to figure out why I think that your life is improving because I think you're happier, but you don't think you're happier or... Maybe I just have a little more perspective on things. Like I feel like, oh, well, you know, whatever happens, I can deal with it at this (sighs) point because I've been through a lot of crud. So... So you're letting go. Possibly, or maybe I just feel like I can roll with the punches a little better than I used to. Which is letting go, when when it's like you're not going to let it be so difficult. Exactly. Well, I think you're happier, and I hope that you play many, many more shows, because I know you love music, and you have a show coming up when? Uh, We do on Saturday at Mm. the Java Jive in Tacoma, and then we're playing a place called the Speakeasy on the 30th. Hey, that's fantastic. fun. Well, I wish you great fun and more happiness so you can continue to play great music. Oh, thank you. Great. Wonderful. Well, I've totally enjoyed being on the air as usual. It's one of my favorite things to do to talk to people all over the world, which is exciting and humbling at the same time. Absolutely. So cool to get a call from Australia. 
And don't you love the accent? Yeah, absolutely. Ah, it's amazing. So thank you, everyone, no matter where you are in the corner of, of the globe. Thank you for sharing a few moments of your time with me today. Thank you for all the brave callers who call in and let all of us have a moment into your life. I think it takes tremendous courage, and I want you to know that you are teaching hundreds of people when they hear um, what's going on in your life and the rapport that we have here on the show. So thank you all. I wish you a fantastic week and joyful blessings. Bye-bye.